Two gays watch Drag Race. Ladies, I've made my decision. The winner of RuPaul's Drag Race, America's next drag superstar is... Hello and welcome to another episode of Two Gays Watch Drag Race. I am one of your gay hosts, Zachary Landolt. And I'm your other gay host, Aaron Holman. And today we have finally, finally made it to episode uh. 16 of <laughs> season 13 of RuPaul's Drag Race. We're at the grand finale, y'all. Fi- finally. <laughs> finally. Finally a months. finale. Months. It's been four months? No. I- Five, wait, yeah, for like almost I four genuinely months. do not remember when ever season 13 started. It was, it's, um, it was like mid January, so yeah, it's been like four months. All I know is that we had the UK start afterwards and finish weeks and they've been before done. it. <laughs> so, uh, I'm just happy to finally be here at this point, uh, with you, Zach. And we have a very special guest, uh, coming in from Toronto. We have one of the co-hosts of Speak Easy TV on Twitch. We have the wonderful Allison Chains. What's Ooh. up? Hi. Thanks for having me. Of Good course. To be here. You can find me every single week on speakeasy-tv.com or twitch.tv slash speakeasy channel. Come on, sponsors. You better get in there. <laughs> <laughs> no, we We're are super thrilled to have you. Well, I'm so happy to be here. I'm like, as you know, I've made quite a habit about talking about Drag Race uh, over the last year of the pandemic and mm-hmm. like the last um, like six years of my life. Like hosting Drag Race is like a very big part of what I do every year in Toronto uh, mm-hmm. at the Gladstone Hotel. So I've been, I have hosted every season of Drag Race, um, North American Continental Drag Race since season six wow good lord lady come on queens well just for our listeners go ahead and just tell them a little bit more about uh who you are allison how do you describe yourself your drag and i don't know how long have you been doing it i'm allison chains and i just lit a joint um (laughs) yeah uh i often describe myself as kind of like a hybrid between like um like a 60s like laughing uh psychedelic girl and like a dirty led zeppelin-y rock star person <laughs> yes i'm just like well. weird and gross and funny and silly <laughs> i'm like honestly not very good at summing myself up because i think you can kind of like get what you need to know about me from talking to me for like 10 minutes but yeah i'm just like loud and zany and punk and silly and uh, a pothead and goofy um, and I love drag, and I wear wigs, and I have big hairy tits. 
We love all of them. And those hairy tits are everything. Uh, when I think of you, I think of them hairy tits. I really do. And not just because I have your pin. Um. <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, I, I like to refer to myself as just kind of a pop cultural sponge. I soak up the things around me and then I present them to you sopping and wet. <laughs> as God intended. Mm-hmm. So, Allison, Zach, how do we feel about this finale? What were our first impressions of it? Well, okay, well, first of all, it opened with that RuPaul number with her. <laughs> and I get, I, I, I called it Mariah Carey choreography, where she was like doing the least you can do. Cause it was just like <laughs> side step, side step. My arms are sort of in the air. It was like, I, but in a way that I kind of live for, it's like, she's like, this is as much as you're going to get for me. You're the third person I've talked to that has called it Mariah Carey choreography. I'm going <laughs> to tell it you that right now. all I could think yeah. of. Like, this is Mariah Carey. My first instinct was of excitement because it was live. I was just so excited there was like live elements to it and live performance elements, you know? Yes. Like what the the real thing is like I I feel like I've seen a lot of internet discourse of people comparing this to every other finale, which is not fair. You compare this to last year's finale. You know, the world is different. It's like we're in a pandemic. You compare what they can do this year with last year, not with season nine, ten. Like fuck that. Like are you kidding? It's like the idea that people were being like, well, it's still not in a theater. There's no audience. I'm like, where have you been? Where have you, Where are all your audiences, sir? Anyway, so I was just like stoked there was a live element. It was really fun to see the drive-in. Yeah, um, I thought it was that. very cool. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's an I, audience. They're watching. Yeah. I thought I that was like actually Ru- really cool. I feel like RuPaul performing gives me very like... <laughs> her energy is like and i still got it but our energy (laughs) is very like good for her yeah very good for her Uh i think she uh thinks she's really doing us a favor and we're all more like you go girl get it well it's so confusing to me because like she'll do like her mariah carey impression from the finale but then is as bad as this show was when i would watch that show aj and the queen that she did on netflix she actually did like some legit performing on that damn show where i was like oh okay like she's she's doing it so i'm just like bring more of that to the show Lady. I'm not gonna lie. I'm an AJ and the Queen apologist. I like love. <laughs> I watched AJ the whole. The I watched the whole thing. I've watched it twice. Me too. Got, it was fun. It. It's campy. It's stupid. I think everyone who was like AJ and the Queen was bad had no idea what they were supposed to think AJ and the Queen was going into it. Well, oh yeah. I'm so- like. Yeah. What did you think it was going to be like? Well, to me, it was like a queer, like, lifetime series. It was like a lifetime series if it had oh. queer elements. You know what I mean? Like, it had all the, like, schmaltz of, yeah, lifetime. lifetime show, but it was a drag queen. And, you know, we got jokes about poppers, you know. I think we deserved at least a season two, and I'm still crushed we don't have it. I know, me too. I was excited to see what would happen. Though I hated mm-hmm. that child. I hated that child. <laughs> oh my god. That kid drove me nuts for the first like. <laughs> like push her off the RV. Yeah. Like, can we like, get this up? And that child grew up to be Elliot with two T's. Uh, <laughs> did you say three K's, two T's? Remember the kid from AJ and the Queen? Here's her now. Oh Feel old, yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh oh man. man. We'll get to her. She has actually one of my favorite moments in the entire finale. We'll get to it. Uh, well so uh, what did you think of i i 
I thought this was pretty smart because you have to fill time. But when they made them do like a final, like three different run- runways, did we like this? A quick little to ball the finale? just on the spot. Um, I, I think they should add it in every time. Yeah, I agree. I loved it. And it was also yeah. very like, it gave me, um, I guess it's kind of like this every time, but it gave me very like project runway finale, like show your homework. Like I would love like a uh, a reunion clip of them like following up with them being like show me your construction show me your <laughs> looks that are gonna be made like if they do this in the future it would be cool to throw a segment in, into the reunion that show like the process behind the things that they wear in the reunion being made I feel yeah. like they could really easily do that mm. and it would also help give credit to the designers which is like amazing a spotlight um, on them would be absolutely cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At this point, because like, for instance, like Florence D. Lee and Diego Montoya, they've yeah. produced so many of the finale looks, you know, and then yeah. just tons I mean, it's, of contributions. It's funny when you see these these queers online saying, I liked it, but it just really reminded me of that, of like such and such look. I'm like, it's because it's the same fucking designer, you goddamn idiot. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, I loved it. I thought, uh, I thought like the, I thought the theme was really, really funny, like a black and white and red all over. Like, that's so great. Like simple chef's kiss. I think some mm-hmm. of the best, I think some of the best drag and the best like prompts you can give a creator are things that are just very simple and very open. Like it doesn't have to be like pockets. It can just be like <laughs> red. Let's do red today. Fascinating fascinators. <laughs> I lived for that though. I love a little hat. Like I was very much of the era starting drag when burlesque mm-hmm. was still like frilly panties and little mm-hmm. hats. And so everyone just wanted to be like, it was like uh, Baz Luhrmann, Great Gatsby. Everyone yes. really into that. Uh-huh. I also remember when um Dita Von Teese was at like the, the height of her popularity. Like every the drag Zena. queen wanted to be Dita Von Teese. Very well. Well, and then Violet Chachi came along, and everyone was like, "Okay, I guess we have to be funny now." <laughs> as well as sexy. Did we have any standouts from the from the fashion? Any like favorites? Oh, I loved. I'm trying to remember everyone's. I really liked Rosé's black and white look. The kind of Ooh, like PVC. Yeah. The My, My Fair, Fair Lady. lady. The, mm-hmm. yeah, My, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I loved Mix Keith Haring look with the asymmetrical Bowie pant. Um, I, I really loved the like asymmetry of the outlining of the Keith Haring drawings on one of the legs. I thought that was just like such a great like gothic flair to have kind of like a wobbly asymmetry to one of their looks. Um, oh, and then what was the third? Was Mix did they wear their like it was that sort of Snow White Huntsman thing, yeah, with the Mm -hmm. cage, yes. Oh, that, that to me was just like so beyond stunning um the pleating and like the quilting on that outfit yeah. was mm. unreal couldn't um, imagine the construction that that took you know and that one was diego yeah. montoya oh. i holy shit the like mathematics of the folds on the ruffles at the bottom of that skirt is like mind-blowing like it's unreal um every single thing simone wore was perfect oh. simone topped herself Every time she stepped out on the red the line. nails when she came out for oh, the red all the nails. over oh, and it okay. was um, the nails. hands holding the I bundles and then the nail them. dress I couldn't believe what I was looking but at. then like the bandana gown with the with that wig like I gasped I had to I had to pause the TV just to look at it well and I think and what was impressive with me of Simone is that she's already been so impressive with her fashion and I feel like she brought 
new sides of herself and her persona to the finale in a very smart way so after the the first presentation i'm like okay so i she's gonna win right like because I, I went into it kind of like wondering if Gottmik was going to win like i was i was sort of prepared for that ending and i was i was happy with it i was honestly gonna be very happy with it um but it was just kind of like you couldn't deny it you can't deny it the simone mm-hmm. yeah i um we I have a friend Bev who like is uh, one of our audience members on Speakeasy and uh, comes to like our post show tea chats a lot. So we we chat about Drag Race like every week, and um, Bev like as a black woman has said like her favorite thing about Simone is just how black all of her looks are and how like. Mm-hmm. It's that she's so smart and has such a great genius point of reference to like take things that are just so culturally significant to her in a very casual way and turn them into these like elevated, incredible concepts. It's been like very, very cool to see on the show all season. Mm -hmm. But these looks specifically, I was just like, my God. Okay, so she had the bandana look. She had the... um, the flapper dress made of the nails. The nails, of course. And then she had the um the goddess of art and the slash robot Greek mythology slash robot. Oh my god. With the do you know what's funny is I just keep thinking of her hair with the um with the white like lock uh snakes. Yep. So good, so gorgeous. Yeah, her whole package was amazing. Um what about Candy? I think she brought the best wigs that I've ever seen on Drag Race. With the exception of yeah. literally RuPaul's, it was like the the collection of wigs she brought, unbelievable. Oh, the, Every the, time. Yeah, the wig with the bandana look, like, I lost my mind. I was, I was like, this well, is you know, truly incredible. You know who does most of her hair? Is Miss Gigi. Miss yeah. Gigi. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A little talented twink Gigi good. Um, <laughs> but she's got uh, a gift for the wigs, honey. She really I mean, hey. Yeah. She was looking out for her sister <laughs> to make sure she comes on with that win this time. It's <laughs> like true. One of my favorite things about Simone's entire trajectory, honestly, and like her win, is that she comes from like a young punk drag family. Like, and she made that like very Truly. important that like being from the House of Avalon and being from Arkansas and like her whole drag family being this like rebellious, creative, genius collective of artists. Um, and then moving all together to California into one big house and then like meeting Gigi and like Gigi becoming like friends with them as like someone from like a weird little drag family it's like very cool to see and I think RuPaul really saw a lot of her in Simone this season in a lot of ways but especially being like that's literally what RuPaul did like her and a ragtag group of queers from Atlanta moved up to New York all together and like you know the parallels are there but um yeah, just the importance that Simone put on her community really like lifted my heart so much this season. But like, yeah, just no- just knowing that there was like so much love that probably went into all of these looks together. Like there's mm. such an element of like, I feel like they all probably had nights of like building and sewing and creating and like conceptualizing together and like thinking of them all doing that just like makes me really happy well and especially mm-hmm. after Gigi got so close to winning last season I'm sure they were like you're gonna go in there you're gonna fucking like dominate with your fashion like you're yeah. not gonna be worried about your clothes and yeah I love that <laughs> love it. man yeah. because it's so funny like going back to people saying like they wish the finale had been like this that the other I do think when you put this side by side with what we got last year 
with last year's finale. I don't know what people can be. What are you complaining about, people? Like this was like, I I mean, parts of it looks like a normal finale. You know, I agree. I also think, like within reason, they did the most they could possibly do. Yeah, I don't think there's much more they could have added while still, you know touting safety measures yeah the only thing i thought was going to be different is i thought that they were going to like have all of like most of the lighting and audio shit in like the bottom deck of the theater and have like Mm. socially distanced crowd in the balcony i thought maybe Mm. that's what they were gonna do but i guess that's uh not the safest i assume um but i thought it was really cool also just seeing a bunch of queer people in the streets on top of their cars watching the finale. I thought that was really awesome. Like, I I don't know. I was a fan. I agree. I really liked it. It gave me, it gave me good vibes just to see people all together, period. But I missed Michelle Visage though. I could have used Miss Michelle Visage at least just once. Where was she? I don't know. Well, she was the voiceover as always. That's about it. She's just home. 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 <laughs> uh, I thought, like, man, we could even let Michelle in the theater. Wow, hateful. <laughs> hateful <RuPaul. laughs> Oh, so we also got something that they've never done before, which mm-hmm. is was their little lip sync to friends by Bette Medler, where it started with them out of drag and then watching themselves on stage in drag. What did everyone think of, of this moment in the finale? I was kind of into it, but I was definitely <laughs> like, Am I high? Like how high it kind am I of, right now? It kind of felt to me like a fun little fever dream that they oh, sort of like yeah. just interjected. It kind of felt a little like follies, like I was watching them have a moment watching themselves. Um, I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. Uh, I, I love Bette Midler, so any reason oh, yeah, but, to throw yeah. in more Bette Midler. <laughs> oh yeah, throw in more old music. I was, so I was into that part of it. I was like, yeah, there's not enough Bette Midler on this show. Um, I feel no shame in saying I fucking loved this. <laughs> I was obsessed with this. I live for like uh, queer history camp. Like I, you know, uh, yeah, Bette Midler representation. They already did the Mermaid Tale runway, runway, or uh, yeah, and referenced her. But yeah. like, I love. I love that we're getting this big moment and it's such a beautiful song and like i don't know i just thought it was kind of great i, yeah. I thought it was really schmaltzy and sweet and it brought they even put in the history of like how the song changed you know if we're in her really? performance and i thought that that was oh god that clip oh my gosh yeah. that clip killed yeah. me that killed it me. was so intense and then that was followed immediately by the in memoriam for chi chi debane which was just like Full so, on tears. I was oh, yeah. a moment. So I devastating. A uh, I was, I was really answer. glad to be wearing waterproof eyeliner. <laughs> I was just glad to not be on camera. Yeah. Uh, it was oh, like... yeah. Oh, no. Lots of people were uh, watching me cry. Well, well that happened. But mm-hmm. at least you had an audience for it, though. So that's all that matters. Oh, yeah. I don't mind. I, I like, I'm very proud to be a cryy person. I think people mm-hmm. who are proud of like never crying are like, <laughs> oh, that's really that's odd. Bad. When people say, like, yeah, I don't really cry, I'm like, oof, yikes. That's not, that's not tough, sweetie. Well, no, it's like, if that's just who you are, that's fine. But it's when people like brag about it where they're like, oh, oh yeah, you're that, like a yeah. crier. Like, I don't really cry. I'm like, okay, good for you. Whatever. Oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't, if you can't, if you literally can't cry, I'm not going to make fun of you. But we're like, um, I don't cry. I don't cry. I get anything. sad and water comes out of my face. Like, look at my ass. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> Hopefully at the same time. Oh uh-huh. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's, these that's tears upside down. <laughs> the Chi Chi Devane uh, tribute was really well done, though, and I was happy that Beautiful. they gave her a proper moment. I was, I was, oh, I wasn't worried they wouldn't highlight her, but I was, I was afraid it wouldn't feel significant enough because I don't know. We have we only we've only lost two queens of the. I mean, it's just been her and and Sahara, Sahara. But mm-hmm. I feel like when Sahara passed, it was such a like. It felt like a blip at the moment. It it, it didn't feel like it had this much of uh, a highlight Gravitas. in the finale. Yeah, so I was I was glad she got a, a proper send off. It's like it sounds crass, but you know you know what I mean. Uh, tribute, yeah. tribute, yeah. Well, potentially I don't know. Potentially off the record, you might want to cut this out. But like, I think there are discussions about the fact that Sahara's death isn't talked about nearly as much because it was due to complications post having had experience using drugs yeah um and so I think there's a certain like element of world of wonder having like a stigma and like enforcing the concept of shame around drug use Mm -hmm. that they I think people have called them out for not mentioning it as much and it's like it's mentioned but I think it's also the fact that Sahara passed away after season four yeah um and so yeah, yeah, it's just like the the national radar and attention just wasn't there as much. Oh god, too. yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah, that is fair. That is fair. There's still times with the show where I'm like, God, I remember when I was watching this on Logo.com on Oh like, my gosh, mm-hmm. and, you know, and everything was like a, a, a some fabric draped over like a conference <laughs> table, and we were like happy to have it. And now it's just. Like the, I still can't get over how expensive the music video looked this year for the for the episode before the finale. I was like, well, wait until you see mine. Oh my! (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. No, their music video looked amazing. The lucky video is so good. Also, good tune. I believe it was Willem or I think it was Willem who said it on the Race Chaser podcast that um, it sounds like they were. That they were going to use that song for season two of the Vegas review, and instead they were like, "Well, we can't open in Vegas. Let's give it to Drag Race." And I'm like, "That's uh, do that more. I want yeah. more this. I want more like camp theatery production numbers." Yeah, it was like beach music. It was very like '60s. So, I was I was so into cute. It. Yeah, I'm still just like I haven't forgiven them for the fact that they made American a finale challenge. And like mm-hmm. I'm I'm Canadian, so it's like I don't really have a horse in that race, but also like I don't want to hear that fucking song like ever again. That like, song was ever awful. Ever again. It's so bad. Beyond the fact that like patriotism is just like I um like blind, just like Yeah, I hate it. It's also just a bad it's a bad song. Like it's I'll say it. it's a bad song. song. It's just a bad song. It just starts, first of all. Like they, they jump and if you listen to that yes. song again, it just starts like ma 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 ma. It's like it goes directly into the song. Like, wow, can we like have a second to acclimate like to this do number? Know, do you know what other song does that? I have this like bit I do with my partner where it's like the song Summer Night City by ABBA, like does not warm you up. It just like <laughs> ABBA does not like a warm up. Oh my god. I, I don't give me, I could 
I could talk about ABBA for a thousand. Oh, I love it. I was a weird kid that listened to lots of disco, and so there was lots of ABBA around. I was a weird child. I got my ABBA Gold album when I was ten years old, so I feel you. I am like, so you you are you. a gold record gay. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. I remember my mom be like, "Why are you into disco? Like, what made you get into disco?" And I'm like, "I don't know." My mom bought me mine. We went to see. Okay. I'll like quickest story. My mom got free tickets to see Mamma Mia when it was like new oh. and a musical still. Oh, um, wow. And no one in the family wanted to go with her or like they couldn't, I don't know. But she was like, I'm going to take Reed. That'll be here. So we went to see Mamma Mia together and I was like 10 years old and I was like, <laughs> I was like mind wow. blown. Just like my fucking brain exploded because I had probably like never heard anything by ABBA before. Maybe oh, Dancing wow. Queen possibly. And I had probably not had a lot of, I had seen The Lion King before that, I think. <laughs> but I uh, other like live theater stuff was all just like school and like whatever. So I was just like, holy shit. And also like, it's ABBA, but that storyline is like so gay and like uh, soap opera-y and like sexy. And like I had sex with three yeah. men and I was like a free young woman. I, I don't know like, which one's the father. I fucked <laughs> all of them that summer. Sexy daughter and she's yeah. getting married to this yeah. sexy guy and we're gonna sing oh my God. songs about the hot summer yeah. and Greece and it's just like <laughs> Oh my god! Oh no, so I get good. it. So, I'm such. Okay, so, I'm a real apologist for the Mamma Mia film franchise. Like, I'm like, give me oh, another me movie. Like, keep making you know, it forever. It is so crazy because I I did not have this particular <laughs> gay experience, but with the passion, Allison, that you just <laughs> talked about it, I like. I am fully willing to give it a chance. <laughs> I cried. I went to see Mamma Mia 2 with a bunch of people I was in a production of Godspell with. This is a very, a very particular group. Um, we were having a great, we were very day drunk. We were having a great time. I literally like cried in Mamma Mia 2. And I was like, oh, this is such a mama. It's such a gay cry. But I really um, think I was it, was it the day before you came? Was it when Meryl's singing to her daughter at the end well honestly that i mean that was a whole other thing but it was just the um i've been waiting for you uh wait let me i mean that was that got me okay my <laughs> <laughs> this is so good me and a bunch of my drag friends who are like very close to me my friend fisher price who wrote the cbc series i'm on queens um my partner or nova my drag sister nancy bocock my best friend victoria um we all went and saw i forget the. it was one of their birthdays it was in the summer it might have been victoria's birthday um yes i think it was and we smoked a really huge blunt right before going into the theater and then we took <laughs> edibles and we watched uh-huh. Mia too here we go again and we were losing our minds oh i was so high when 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 um fucking kristen baranski said but still my beating vagina i was like i i i didn't see the next five minutes of the movie and i was <laughs> laughing at that line for five minutes yeah it was like the theater was almost empty and we were like it, it was like we were at the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah, like- <laughs> luckily, yeah, we were there at like two in the afternoon because we knew we were going to be insufferable to be around because we were yeah. an entire row of theater people watching Mamma Mia too. So um, I don't think we were probably the most loved in the building. Uh, we had a great time. <laughs> so anyway. And when, that's what matters. When, that is what matters. When my mom and I were leaving the theater and I'm like floating on air and like full of the spirit of ABBA and like wanting to move to Sweden. Of course. Um, I'm like, mom, can we buy the soundtrack? And she's like, oh, 
it's like really expensive and you don't really need that one. I can just buy you like an Abba Gold record tomorrow. And I was like, a what? And she was like, <laughs> Abba. And I was like, who, what are you talking about? And she was like, that's the band whose music you just listened to for two and a half hours. And I was like, oh wait, what? Like that music is all. And so then she explained the concept of what had just happened to me, to me, and then got me to see. She explained jukebox musicals to you at a young age. Yeah. Yeah, legit. And then, um, that's such a beautiful moment. Yeah. And then uh, that album was on repeat (laughs) until, uh, well, it still is. Yeah. Yeah, I love that in Mamma Mia 2, they just were like, mm, let's just repeat half of the score from the first movie. <laughs> no one will care. We'll just use the same songs. Totally. People loved them the first time. Let's I had both soundtracks. Again. I wore out Mamma Mia 2 soundtrack in my car. I was like, I'm okay. into this. Before we start talking about Drag Race again, my last you know what? I'm dying. <laughs> they're welcome. They're welcome for the Mamma Mia slash Abba rant. Welcome you know? to our two gays watch. Um, this is our Mamma Mia, Mia mini Girl, episode. Girl, I am fucking waiting. I have many things to say about that goddamn movie. If yeah. there was one Abba song that isn't in Mamma Mia one or two that you could insert into the movie, what would you pick? Oh, that wasn't it- in the movie. Yeah, you have to pick a, a, a like an ABBA song that is like a full on ABBA song, but it hasn't been in one of the movies. Oh, okay. Um, well, I used to have this answer, and I you know what's it. great is even as somebody who's just like objectively listening to this, this is hot gossip. I can't wait hot to hear. Hot <laughs> This is hot gossip. Oh wait, I stole that. I didn't say it. I didn't say it. Literally living right now. Trademarked. Copy. Don't get me more like fucking copyright hits i can't take them the aliens will be back honey oh my god i'll have to write another rap (laughs) um i you know i don't know how they would do this yeah but i i do love well there's a million ways to do this uh like either like so long i do okay or maybe the day before you came, if there is some way to make the they day before did, you came. They did do the day before you came. Meryl well, sings oh, it to him fuck. at Meryl sang it. I f- it's well, touching. Okay, I forgot about that. Never mind, never mind. I forgot about that. Wow, okay. because it was like a credit number. I didn't count it. Thing. <laughs> okay, do you know what mine would be? Mine would be, and I can't believe they haven't used this, if it wasn't for the nights. That song is so good. <gasps> That's another good one. It's you know, just such a party song. I've heard they're developing a third movie, so you know. Well, time. if they, they're gonna need time. to. They're gonna need to. They're gonna need to dip into that category. It's forty years in the future. Amanda Seyfried is dying, <laughs> <laughs> and her daughter needs to figure out. Wait, like, <laughs> who was my mother? And who was my grandmother? Share. Somehow they've used a Dante, a Dante, but not if it wasn't for the nights. That seems yeah. Like what's up with that? Also, if they had like a drug hallucination sequence to the visitors, which is my favorite (gasps) Abba song. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I love all of that. Um, Audience, thank you for (laughs) thank you for our mini rant on Abba slash. Listen, um, that was delightful. I'm dying. I am fucking losing my mind. <laughs> that was so good. Oh wow! Okay, and I, I will fucked... fully be watching Mama Mia now. It's I the. I'm sorry, right people. They're like, Mama Mia is bad. I'm like, you're bad. Like your brain's bad. Like you haven't watched. Sometimes movies are bad. I don't care. I don't care. 
sometimes things that are bad it was also made for us it was made for us like they gave us Kristen Baranski singing does your mother know on the beach in a red swimsuit wait Aaron have you not seen Mamma Mia I haven't that's what I'm getting at like is I'm Listen, we need to, okay, we have a watch party. No, we need to have gay. a watch party one night and just watch it. We, for a while, Aaron, Aaron stopped being on a podcast and just started listening to a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's what you just said. Aaron, oh my uh, god, what the yeah. fuck? <laughs> Look, this podcast is called Two Gays Watch. We can watch it next. <laughs> two Gays <laughs> Watch. <laughs> one gay watches two it. gays talk about ABBA. I don't okay. know. But wait, if I can bring it around. Yeah, let's bring it back. Gay people <laughs> loving things that are bad, but wanting them to be good for some reason and comparing them to good things is very Drag Race. Because yes. let's get it clear. Drag Race isn't like a great show. It's oh, no. really not anymore. Good. And there's a mm-hmm. lot of problems with it, but we all still fucking watch it. Yeah. So, it's, you know, yeah. there we go. Looping it right back. I liked this finale. <laughs> Speaking of Amanda Seyfried, uh, our miscongeniality this year is La La That's Ray. a stretch. That's a stretch. A stretch. Speaking of Amanda Seyfried, it reminded me of La La Ray. Two very similar ladies. Are they not the same energy? Wowie. <laughs> no, Amanda Seyfried is like Gigi Good. <laughs> Ah. E.G. Good has Amanda Seyfried energy. Oh my god. Factual. Yeah. <laughs> Holy oh, shit. Oh man. Oh um, my god. <laughs> so with that being said, yeah, La La Ray, Miss Congeniality. <laughs> I'm so happy I, about that. I thought that was not the worst segue I've ever done. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> sure. Do you guys know the guy... Do you guys know the guy who invented the Segway died by going off a cliff on a Segway? (laughs) I found this out recently. I'm dead fucking serious. Anyone can look it up. He was on a path. Another person was walking towards him. He veered on his Segway to get out of their way, and he ran off a cliff. No! uh, You know, know, on his way to his death, he was like, you've got to be kidding me. Seriously. He's like... This was still a great idea. Am I about to die this way? He's like, my stocks are about to crash. <laughs> I'm never one to be on a Segway. I don't want to be on one now. Like, they they freak me out. I don't like it. I don't like it. Well, I'm going to hop on this Segway back to the conversation at hand. <laughs> yeah, we're still here. I'm, yeah, La La Ray. So what did you think? I, now, who were you predicting was going to take Miss Congeniality? When, like, La La Ray. Can, oh, really? Is, yeah. Okay, 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 okay. I had been wishing and hoping and like praying for it to be her. I thought it was going to be a very easy Olivia Lux. I thought so too. Like, she's too. sweet. She's nice. She made it to the top five. It'll be Olivia Lux, but I'm right. glad it was Lala. Oh, I was Lala very happy was for like, Lala. Yeah. I just didn't, I thought she might have gone home too early. I was afraid that might have hurt her. Yeah. So, yeah. She was uh, like one of my top favorite personalities of the entire season. Just the moments of her hanging out in the workroom and like existing and talking when they were doing that Maury Povich running around thing her making the bag dress like she was great what was it she was cracking up about in her talking head once and I was like I think I rewound it like three times I think it was something to do with Tina Burner it was Tina Burner and I was like she's just an absolute delight and I have to say hers was my favorite music video in the reunion like hands yeah. down, uh, it was an oh. original song that I actually <laughs> yeah. wanted to listen to again, and I was like, "You better work." 
Well, uh, I agree 100%. I thought it was so amazing. Like, so I like, amazing. I liked it. I did think that her her feature slightly upstaged her a little bit for part of the number. Uh, so I don't know if it was my favorite, but I did. It just really made it feel it. like a real song to me. It did it feel like a real like song. I was yeah. watching a Lizzo music video versus like a self made yeah. 90 second thing for I the agree. reunion. It did look, it looked expensive, first of all. I yes. would say that. It looked expensive. <laughs> I feel like it would be really hard at this point for Lala to be making like her first music video right like right out of Drag Race and not be upstaged by anyone who wasn't also just like on Drag Race or is like an unknown. Do you know what I mean? And it's like I don't look at it as her getting upstaged as just like her lifting herself, being like, I'm about to lift myself to an Ocean Kelly by having Ocean Kelly on my track. Mm-hmm, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, I fucking loved it. I got <laughs> fans like Katana but these hands, Sonia, destroyed me. I've literally been repeating that to myself daily. Be like, hand Sonia. I'm like, oh, bitch, yes. It's just excellent writing. That's your, <laughs> is that your new mantra? Yeah. Uh, it has been, yeah. <laughs> for yeah. sure. Get Mine is thank Sonya. you for the music. These songs I'm singing. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks can't. for all the joy you're bringing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, Look, I, I can it. tell that was an ABBA thing. You calm down. <laughs> Aaron's it's like, sad to me that you don't know SOS. that. It's oh my sad God. to me that you don't instantly at least hear Amanda Seyfried's Twitter, Twitter bird men. soprano singing it. <laughs> okay, I can I say though, if I had known for this long <laughs> that you had never seen either of those movies, that uh, wouldn't be a fact right now. We would have watched it. Yeah. So I'm just gonna say, um, I'm having a whole moment. Like I know we're supposed to be talking uh, about Drag Race, but uh, I like I feel like you flipped the script. I can't um, believe what I've done. <laughs> it, this may like this may be the end of our podcast. <laughs> oh, God. No, 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 no. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Flat my cat is right now. <laughs> <laughs> flat little pancake. <gasps> She's so asleep. Anyway, so it's back, back. To the... Meanwhile, Speaking back, of... back at the <laughs> Drag Race headquarters. Back at the theater, uh, we start going into the lip syncs, and we find that I can't even like lip sync SmackDown ABBA, number one. Like, <laughs> if only they did all ABBA, there would be like a proper segue. I would die. I would. I'd be the only person other than I think you that would care. But I would be like screaming. No, no, no. Cool gays love ABBA. Yeah, you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> well, no fuck wingy, my drag, no right? <laughs> no, there are other cool gays as well, but like, I'm just saying, a lot, there's a lot of cool gay people who really love ABBA out there. <laughs> Do you know what moment is like gay camp culture, though? Is knowing me, knowing you, and just cutting to that poor tone-deaf male actor going, uh-huh. <laughs> like, I would <laughs> Sorry, I'm sorry, audience. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Okay. People should know if there's someone around who goes, oh, I also enjoy Mamma Mia slash Abba. Like, <laughs> there will be a tangent. I'm like, what? I can't. Like, I'm like, I'm like old. The Where only thing worse than that is if you've been like, you know what I love? It's like 1960s era Barbra Streisand. And I'd be like, okay, stop the podcast. <laughs> we have to have a we talk. Um, okay. Can't. So, it's not ABBA. They are doing out, so they're doing all Britney Spears music. And I was equally topical. like, okay, that's amazing. That's very amazing. topical. It always is. Very topical. RuPaul. Free Britney. 
Now, do you think they did this Gorgeous. because of the moment that's happening, or do you think yes. it was? Yes, I don't know. I don't. I know. It forces, yeah, it forces the conversation even more to the forefront by putting it on this stage again. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. And so, our first lip sync. I was really surprised by this. So they do their little spin of the wheel, and they get Candy Muse. And I was like, "Here we go." There's a little <laughs> Candy man did behind. not look happy. No. I just like no. But then Candy I was thought nervous. She looked very nervous. I thought there's a little man behind that wheel that's now going to stop it where they want it to stop because mm-hmm. I thought she was going to say, "Candy, who do you want lipstick against?" But then she's like, "Now I'm going to spin the wheel again." I was like, "Okay, this is staged." But then it lands on Rose, and for a second I was like, "Oh, that's cool." But then my brain went, "Wait." That means the other lip sync is Gopnik versus Simone. What's yeah. happening right now? I was I was confused. That's not right. Yeah. yeah. Which I guess felt more real, I guess, but it was like, oh, okay. Which is strange. I feel like ranking wise and like public opinion wise, everyone kind of figured it was going to be Simone and Gottmik as the top yeah. two. So yeah, that moment of realization where it's like, oh, it's only one of them. Like yeah it was weird but i don't know people always think the wheel is rigged or like whatever or that like rupaul has a little button on the floor under her dress where she can stop her if she wants to right i like i don't know about i heard magnets (laughs) magnets Mm -hmm. um i I always thought when they say like who do you want to lip sync against i thought they had like people they were supposed to say like no i'm very supposed to do that one's out um but i don't know why this is true Remember on Eleven where they picked where Silky was like, "I'm gonna lip sync against Brooklyn Heights." Well, and I heard T about that. I don't. I still haven't been able to find out if it's 100 percent true. But I had heard that she was supposed to pick um, someone else. Who was she supposed to pick? Oh, Evie. They wanted to be like Evie versus her, and yeah. she was like, "No, I'm not gonna give you this moment of her beating me on stage." So no, I'm not gonna do it. Um, again, unconfirmed. I don't know if this is like 100, but I I had heard. From you know the little the little moles that you know wander around Walter Fonder, but who's who's to say? Um, but who's to say? <laughs> I we know what's weird though is when they do the lip sync for the crown and people say like, oh no, that means Rose ended at like fourth place and got yeah, ended no. at third place. I'm like, no, hold on, like excuse me, they just Parallel. went first. Why is she fourth? Yeah. Why is she fourth place? Okay, like that's not fair. I, I give them tied for third. Um, <laughs> it does not make sense with my fantasy, though, that Gottmik did not go to the, the final two. That is confusing. I do love the idea of one of them, like, the first time they see each other afterwards. Like, you know how they have those, like, I don't know if you've seen this, but the, like, um, the behind the scenes of, like, the four of them together watching the finale. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The live imagine reaction. If, imagine if in that moment, like, dibs, like, they watch Rosé get eliminated and Gottmik's like, I'm third. <laughs> <laughs> do you think they do that rose would be rose would fight to the death just to be third well but... it's like when you think about season six and like um adore and courtney and bianca <laughs> everyone always ranks it as bianca and then courtney second and then adore third what for no for oh no i don't do that i don't know oh, really you rank adore second yeah i think adore probably almost won from what i hear I heard that's one of the only other early seasons. Where I knew they filmed. it was all Bianca. Yeah, me well, too. Sure, oh, sure. I don't think Bianca was going to be beaten, but I heard that that was one of the few seasons they even filmed oh, a tie because they, they were the because there was so much love for Adore. 
Yeah. So I think she was second place. I love Courtney, but I don't think she was second place. In my mind. I love Courtney. Um, Well, neither does RuPaul. Let's let's talk about lip sync outfits. So the outfits that um, Rosé and Candy were wearing were interesting. I loved the first half of Rose's costume, and then she didn't she look like Harriet the Spy? Like, oh my god, totally! I said she looked like Amber from Clueless. Yes, I see that. It's very Amber. The (laughs) hair, yeah. Romy and Michelle, like, yeah, it's like that shiny pink, like, kind of like a '90s loose pantsuit moment. Yeah, Um, I didn't like the reveal. No, I hated the reveal. Oh yeah, I I thought it looked like it was um like backwards like all the places that should have been light and rhinestone yeah. and applique should have been all the places that that like ballet pink velvet was yeah she revealed an uglier outfit like i was like oh that's a choice and also it literally she had that... made her blend in it kind of yeah. just like washed her out into one color and it wasn't it wasn't it one and the poor thing i could tell i mean they announced it but i could tell she was performing injured and like was like i oh, yeah. cannot do anything but spin mm-hmm. around sort of and so i was like this is bullshit like i mean it's not the show's fault but i was like this is i just felt bad for her like you know someone who mm-hmm. is a dancer being like hindered like that it, sucks but you know she'll be back i mean <laughs> nowadays it's like she'll be back for like all-star seven or whatever the fuck yeah so it's- well if you've seen the bussy queen youtube video exposing the contract she can be back anytime in the next 40 years if they want it <laughs> i have not watched that yet um but i have been i've been picking up little bits in here uh sibling rivalry they've been talking about it and um ooh. That stuff's rough nowadays. Spicy. Mm-hmm. I <laughs> what did we think of Candy's look? I love Candy. I'm a big Candy Muse fan. Mm-hmm. I think her face is always so gorgeous. And she's yeah. like mugged. I I thought both of these outfits were like fine. They're, they're yeah. just very like, like, I don't know even tiered like I enjoyed how she pulled the reveal off I think she did it very well and um it was the better reveal because she she took it off and it was better when it was yeah it was colorful like it was graphic like was something to look at like but yeah yeah Rosé's was like taking off this fabulous fucking suit I was like why are you taking off that suit I'll wear that forever and then yeah revealing a muted like I don't even know what color you would call that. Like it just a, looked like a, like a bathrobe, honestly. Yeah. Skin tight Dust, though. Dusty rose, Dust. like the mm. co- the color of like an eighties bathrobe. Oh, there it is. That's um, it. Dusty rose. Oh my. Yeah, very. Um, yeah, I I'm kind of, and I think I speak for like a huge majority of the fan base, where I'm like, I'm over the expectation to do a reveal oh at the finale. I think it's also now at this point gone past the point of tongue-in-cheek jokes to the point where it's like just so much eating its own tail that now we're at and like again I say this is like a huge Candy Muse fan Candy stripping out of like a siren's white jumpsuit into like a cute like Marco Marco looking jumpsuit. (laughs) Right. Like it was like fine, but neither of them benefited from the other in the slightest. I don't yeah. really think. Um yeah. it was just kind of there to be like, I have a reveal. 
Um, mm. And it's just so unnecessary. Also, I feel like sometimes people now want like some sort of gaggy reveal so much that it becomes like an elitist thing. We're like, well, what if someone just doesn't have as many resources? Or just like, what if they just want to perform the fucking song and not worry about having a you know, pinata come out of their wig or something. Like, what if what that... if I can't catch that many butterflies? Oh, you know. No. No, also, that, that said... should have been the moment. That should have been the moment where it's like, no, stop it. So, we went from like rose petals to dead butterflies in like a year. That's like, you know, that should have been an, an omen. Do you know what I've always wanted? And like, I feel like for a finale, this would be such a gag. But like, I've always just wanted this on the regular show too. Being like, okay, ladies. You're going to do a lip sync on a season where, like, people have been doing just, like, tricks and splits and wig snatches and whatever, where the pit crew just comes out and tapes a square around them and is like, you're going to lip sync to this ballad right now and not leave that square. I love watching a queen be able to deliver a park and bark and just be able to, like, stand still and emote and feel things and convey emotion. Like, it's such a skill and such a talent. And... Sometimes I just feel like things like that really get lost in a reveal. Mm-hmm. The thing is, the prototype for all of this was Sasha Velour and the Rose yeah. Petals in season nine. Yeah. But the thing is, if Sasha hadn't done those reveals, there's a high probability she also could have won that lip sync because of how she was performing. Mm-hmm. It wasn't yeah. just the Rose Petals. It was Sasha. Yeah. It's the it was emotion. a punctuation was not like an emotion mm-hmm. she was already giving. Completely. It's yeah. a part of the thing. But the fact of the matter is, it's not the reveal. It's Sasha. Everyone keeps trying to capture lightning in a bottle by trying to one up she's the gold standard and no one has done a reveal like that since because i think a lot of them lack the nuance and intention that that one did whereas with a forethought like there was thought yeah. behind it it was a whole mm-hmm. concept because even her like the everyone thinks about like the wig you know the petals under the wig but like she even like built to the big reveal, like with like the gloves coming off and like seeing just a few petals, then seeing a few more petals. Like there was a whole, like she paced the entire performance for the song in a way that now I feel like it's just like, look, I did a reveal. It's like, well, it's great. And sometimes they're like awesome, but it, I think less, just less of this. It's, just, it's a little too much for me. And I, this is why actually I've been such a fan of Simone this season because she was like an old school lip syncer where I'm like, mm-hmm. she's just like not doing a ton dance wise, but she's serving so much face and so much personality yes. that you don't need a, a shablam. You know? She was telling yeah. the story every yeah. time and making exactly. it the focus. Mm-hmm. Living in the number. Like there's, I always just say when you're watching like any drag performer, you can see it just like right here. It's all behind the eyes. There's something about it. And you can tell where someone's really present and experiencing what they're doing really fully while they're performing that makes for like really great drag and Simone has that just like in spades. Mm-hmm. That being said, all of Simone's reveals I loved. <laughs> Simone's reveals yeah, but they were mind. like they were good. I mean, like she had a whole that's the thing. It just needs like some thought behind it. It can't just be, oh, I should have a reveal. So it's yeah. something because, uh, like, I mean, I still think about one of my, I, I won't say it's one of the dumbest reveals, but I just thought, like, what is happening here? It was when uh, Silky Nutmeg Ganache was in the oh. finale and she just ri- ripped off this wig <laughs> and it like split, <laughs> just like split down the middle. She thought that was amazing. I thought that was stunning. I thought it was so funny. I thought it was so funny. I can't. Good comedy. I didn't. 
Oh my. <laughs> so that brings us to our second. So that brings us to our second lip sync, which we've oh, already no. been talking around. It's Got Mick versus Simone, and the song is Gimme More by Gimme Miss more. Britney Spears. It should be noted as Work Bitch by Britney Spears for Candy God. Yes. Would you have wanted Work Bitch or Gimme More? Work Gimme bitch. More. I would want Gimme More. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just think it's... it's, uh, it's <laughs> Everyone just... And that's the fact. And that's... Mm-hmm. Uh, I would want um, The Winner Takes It All. Uh, I think that would probably be the best number. I would want Gimme, Gimme, Gimme more. Yeah, I would want Gimme, Gimme, Gimme. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, after midnight. Um, yeah, but this was good. <laughs> um, yeah, I loved their Simone's reveal to the Timbaland look was incredible. Um, yeah, I just thought... On her started, Space Jam Lola Bunny thing. The starting, you know? the starting yeah. look in that... that tracksuit was just like Ugh. unreal that like cartoonishly large flat top like <laughs> yeah stunning like she looked like uh like do you remember the boondocks yes like she looked yeah. like she was animated on the boondocks Mm-hmm, which I like live mm-hmm. What I liked about Simone is like it, clearly I could look at that wig and tell there was going to be a reveal, but it, Simone is such an exciting queen to me that I couldn't wait to see what the reveal was going to be. Totally, and so like like intellectual with the way she does her references and fashion. Yeah. I was like, oh man, I wonder what's under that wig. And so she did not disappoint. Well, she does the thing I think that's very important is like the looks have to be equal to each other or mm. the second look has to be greater. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I think it'd be better. But also, actually, no, I think I think equal is the sweet spot, because if mm. you're wearing a shitty outfit to start with and it reveals into something, it's like, well, then obviously that was a reveal. You know what I mean? Like that <laughs> right. fucking that fucking like metal tooth that Aquaria was wearing. Um <laughs> Like, oh, oh my, my god. god i forgot about that when she walked out i'm like what the fuck uh is there a reveal i like her i think she's really cool i thought <laughs> sure, sure, sure. so stupid i just was like this is i mean it made awful. me chuckle in the moment yeah. i was like what are you wearing wearing a fucking emergency like heated blanket like what's going on here also like, thinking <laughs> about the time trinity taylor did the same thing and she wore she just wore her cape that inside out, you know, and it was that just I screamed at the a TV. Blog. That's I screamed like, at the TV. I couldn't believe. Which is like, I'm not gonna show you. I'm like, so you're just gonna wear this bulky, kind of ugly cloak then? Okay, great. I love that for you, man. I will or say, Eureka was dressed as Grimace. Oh. <laughs> 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 I just remembered Eureka's. Oh my god! I need to look this up. <laughs> this is a good series of outfits. We need to do a rundown of these outfits, Zach. <laughs> you know oh the obvious reveal outfits. Like oh at least, god. like, like remember when um um uh Brooklyn Heights literally just had like a cape that was like, "Here comes the reveal." <laughs> I liked that. that I think like that was joke. fine. Yeah. A little, a little wink, snatch, snatch. That was like, but okay, because then after that, every wink, wink, nudge, nudge has to be now compared to that. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's like, that's the problem with this re- system of reveals is it's just like, let's just, you know who didn't pull that shit? Cameron Michaels. Cameron Michaels no. came out there in a cute fucking outfit, delivered a, gr- a great lip sync while she massacred butterflies around her. Oh. And I'm literally. I will never get over the shot. The shot of Cameron Michael looking, looking down, down at the and her just like catching her breath, like, are those, wait, are those? Yeah. 
like I Graham. was I gotta say I I did read that as a spoiler before the episode aired. I remember thinking I'm so glad I read the spoiler because I would have just like I would think I would have been catatonic out of out of shock because I was so rooting for Asia O'Hara going into that finale. And when that happened, I was like, this is breaking my heart. I have rewatched it many times now. And there is something Uh kind of oddly darkly comedic about it because it's just like (laughs) that fucking song, like nasty boys, like in that like it's just like yeah. her just like trying to empty the butterflies out of the watch that she's you wearing just keep and- <laughs> hearing the word nasty while she pours out sleeping bugs nasty. The, um, the sad thing is about that is whenever she finally gave up on the butterflies and started performing she was like massacring karen michaels yeah. and so i'm like bitch you should have just gone out there and like did did the thing i'm looking at this right now this lineup aquaria is here dressed like a tooth and you can barely see her face above it Asia O'Hara is wearing these giant balloon titties that no one knows has dormant butterflies inside it eureka is literally dressed like a purple rectangle made of feathers and cameron's just standing here looking gorgeous being like i just came to perform i just came here to be a drag queen Cameron's like, please don't crown me. I just came here to perform. It would be really problematic for me if you crowned me. Yeah, I would have a really bad time if you did this, so... Man, do you remember that reunion where they were like, you know, Cameron, you have Who's a Who's that girl? Break. Who's yeah. she? Right there. I was like, this is too much. Yeah. Um, anyway. So, back to the finale at hand. Uh, yeah. We have our third and oh, wait, final lips. I have something to say. Is that okay? Okay, Andy Sedaris, you better go. I have something to say. Um, I did think watching the Gottmik versus Simone lip sync, Mm -hmm. uh, it did pretty much play out the way that I was anticipating in that you can just tell that Simone is more of a live performer uh, on the regular than Gottmik because like 30 seconds into her, I was like, oh no. Because the one thing when people say like, this drag queen's really impressive because they haven't had to lip sync all season. I'm like, that's cool. But also they haven't had to lip sync all season. So we don't yeah. know what they can do. Um, and I didn't think her first lip sync in the first, you know, 10 years ago in the premiere of the season, I didn't think it was really that amazing. I was kind of like, well, I guess she wins because of her against Utica. And Utica was just like wearing a strawberry on her head and everybody was very confused. But I was uh-huh. I was worried about Gottmik going into the finale. And so I do feel like this, I don't know. I was I was I was hoping for more, but I'm also like she's a fashion queen. Like she's oh, she's also yeah. funny. But like also I wasn't crazy about her reveal. Like her reveal was like just more of fine. an outfit that was like fine. I don't know. Yeah, I didn't hate it, but I, I didn't just hate it, it, no, did, yeah. it didn't do much for me. Um, but yeah, I, I I don't think I just think they have very different performance styles. But mm. I, I, yeah, I, I agree with everything you just said. Is that I think Simone is just by nature a more uh, experienced and like yeah. uh, comfortable performer. And uh, like it doesn't make God make any less of an amazing queen. No. It's just a different type of queen. Or you just get you go to that queen for different yeah. things essentially. So it's, it's completely. It's why I do think I think getting to the finale is the big hurdle because I I I mm-hmm. do like it when it plays out like this because it does start to feel more like anybody could take it as you mm-hmm. get as long as because I mean I still remember thinking 
that the season nine finale was gonna be the most boring thing ever because i'm like well shay's gonna win because like clearly she's gonna win and then nothing played out the way it was supposed to so mm-hmm. it did at least feel like spontaneous which was nice yes uh, in terms i completely of, agree with that yeah yeah that's all i have to say <laughs> no i agree um i think that's the spot the fuck on well, now we've reached the penultimate moment. We have our final lip sync between one Miss Candy Muse and Simone. Oh, oh my gosh, who could have ever seen that this would be our final two? Never, I did not. I did not. You did. You did say Simone on day one. I, I'm gonna. She completely walked in. Give the, you that. She walked in, and I was like, "Oh, she's she's gonna win. I think she's gonna win." And I remember yeah. thinking, maybe I'm getting ahead of myself. Maybe she's going to, like, Mayhem Miller her way out in a couple episodes. Because <laughs> <laughs> Mayhem went, came in a-blazing when she came into her original season, and then she just kind of, like, teetered away. But Simone just had that glimmer in her eye of, like, oh, she's here to she's here to play. Like, she she knows herself. Like, she's got this. Um, what did you think of the song? Like, I expected a diff. I don't know what song by Britney Spears I would have wanted different but like this was not a song I think of with Britney Spears it's one of my like top Britney Spears tracks mm. I would have liked to have seen If You Seek Amy work <laughs> like wait, that would have been wait they've everything. already done that haven't they did they do that one? I think they've already done have that they used that I think they've oh they have didn't they give it to Derek that seems like something they had to have given to Derek oh, you know um, what song was their lip sync to? Till the, the world ends. Till the world ends. Uh, 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 uh. Right. Okay. Um. Oh, Admittedly, like I'm not a Britney Spears stan, so like, I actually I... really enjoyed this though. Me too. Yeah, I think this is a good finale lip sync. It's just like big, high energy. I think it was a good choice sure. for both of them. Um. Yeah. I I feel like. Yeah, I like the song choice. I I was worried about Candy instantly because of the length of her bang. And I talked about this on the stream a lot, but like um, wearing like a really heavy blunt bang that obscures like the top of your eyes and eyebrows yeah. while you're trying to expressively perform a lip sync is like really shooting yourself in the foot. I was very confused by the hair myself. Yeah, I, she looked uh, gorgeous. Sure, yeah, no, she looked great. I, I just, great. I just don't think it was the right choice for the finale. Um, and I thought her outfit was like cool. I thought it was fine. I found I out thought... they it was made the week before the finale. So they had like a week to make oh, it. Oh, unreal! Like, yeah, insane, insanity. Yeah, Candy is like I. This top two are the top two performers I would most likely seek out to watch like them performing in a live show of mm-hmm. this season. I think they both I are just like that. stunningly talented, skilled drag performers that I could just watch perform anything. So getting to watch them perform alongside each other was just like so fun like such a treat um yeah Yeah. but yeah i think i think simone really clearly took it yeah like she's just yeah it was amazing you could feel the confidence in her i think she knew she had it by that point (laughs) i think she was like okay i got it nothing against can't the candy but just like i think I could just she had that winner's sheen about her the whole finale. Mm-hmm. Just I, I felt that confidence from her. Um yeah. I call it the America's Next Top Model final episode confidence. Oh my god, like, yes. Just like a little more confidence. Um and also like the thing is, it's so weird you saying like you would like to see Simone or Candy perform. I agree with both of those. The other person though that I think I would 
every time I see clips of them performing in the real world, I'm like gagged, but they never gagged me on the show was Rose. Cause like whenever oh, I see yeah. clips of her numbers online and stuff, I'm like, wow, she's like really funny, like really energetic. And for some reason, I don't know if she just never got the right number that clicked with her mm-hmm. persona or what, but I was never like wowed by her. So I would like to finally see her live after all of this and when when we do such things again yeah can't wait for the stephanie's child reunion once laguna gets on the show next year she's gonna have to get on right she's gonna have to get on she's literally got to be on the next season they're making storyline for her yeah like like, 100 percent i will say i was she was just on a baking competition on netflix yes um and that was actually pretty good she won she yeah she yeah she did um I was like really confused why they didn't play on the Stephanie's child plotline more for Rose in terms of like You're gonna her do it for Laguna. Well, but like from what I understand, Rose is kind of like the like third wheel, like as I mean jokingly, like not as if she's like less talented or anything, but like she's seen as like the, the you know, Yeah, like I'm surprised she didn't like play on that more. I don't know. I think it's a uh, Rose wants it her way. You know what I mean? So like she's uh, like, this is my narrative. Sure. And she gave it to us, didn't she? Yes, yeah. she did. Um, and as they reminded think- us, she did better than Jan. They love oh to bring God. that up. Oh Lord. Time. That was so mean. They kept bringing that up. I'm like, damn, Michelle. Do you think Laguna is gonna pull a cool toned Tina Burner and wear only shades of blue on the runway? I like the color blue more yes. than red and orange, so I would be happier. Listen. But I dare say we'll see greens and purples. It's going to be very mermaid, okay. I feel. Right. I feel that. Well, as long as it's not Tina, I'm I'm okay, I think. God, I, am, I am still so confused about how her run went on this season like I, oh wait we didn't we, we didn't talk about the shot of all the contestants that they played uh oh. before the finale lip sync because oh, i want i wanted to talk about one of my favorite moments which is uh in the recording of the four of them watching it live they're yeah, right. um, no they get to that part where they're like oh yes kimura worked lala you look so good amazing and it gets to elliot and they just go silence mm. silence silence Simone makes just a. She makes a look <laughs> of like, it. and I and have then, nothing to say. And then Candy goes, Rich. <laughs> I I I'm very confused about why the reunion was not more of a like actual reunion where they got into stuff. And part of me wonders if there was like actual real shit. They were like, okay, let's not go there. Let's like oh, not do that. One hundred percent between Tamisha and Candy uh, and Elliot and everyone. Like the thing is, Tamisha has been like, you know, she's hasn't been pleased about her contract or like things post show in a lot of ways. Um, oh yeah, she keeps being like, as soon as this contract is is. <laughs> Yeah, and, which I think a lot of it is very like just. Um, but I have a feeling they think they wouldn't be able to like control it as much as they could because of I think of people wanting to talk about stuff that they may have just not wanted to give airtime, like Elliot's microaggressions and or macroaggressions stuff, and stuff that is a lot more complicated than just like why did you come for me in the workroom? It's like no, it's yeah. bigger than that. It's it's a bigger, it's a uh, darker conversation. Bigger conversation, yeah. yeah. 
Because I do, um, I mean, I miss the chaotic energy of those early reunions, like the seasons one through five. Oh, like, me I too. Well, I mean, season nine had a fantastic reunion. Wow, that was. Yeah. I mean, I've. I sometimes will just go back and watch that reunion. I don't know what that says about me. I don't know if that says I'm a bitch for love. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It has but, fan favorite. It has. Do I look upset to you? You love me. I, I said J.K. You don't love me. Nina Bonina Brown going like this. It has. Uh-huh. And just you don't like, love me. You don't That's love me. my favorite. Well, and just the whole thing, yeah, with like uh then like Peppermint is like popping off on Valentina. Like it's just like yeah, all, all of that. Yeah. Um or was like um uh was like I, I came on the show to be the star that I am, to show the side that I am. Oh my god. <laughs> so good. Yeah, that was great. Uh the or because because then like I think about like season, what was it season? Oh, season ten, the season ten reunion, and that thing was just a mess. When when the, uh, the vixen like walked off, and Asia, and, and Asia was yes, like, I don't care off. about winning anymore because I'm going to let you know how I feel in this moment. Yeah. Like I was like, oh, oh, baby. Yeah. Wow. Oh. All that being said, Simone wins the entire show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And all is right in the world. Honestly. I mean, yeah, it, it like, felt it feels great. I was I was very correct. happy for her. It, was it felt very choice. satisfying. It felt like we landed at I mean, you know, mm-hmm. this two and a half year long Jesus. season. Um, it finally wrapped up in a beautiful way, and that finale outfit, that last look she was wearing, it just, uh, I just, she's a beautiful, yeah. beautiful woman. So stunning. Uh- such an incredible performer yeah i i agree with the word satisfying real harder and it just felt yep. so right to like follow yeah. her trajectory throughout the season yeah. this final point felt very correct and right like i loved it one other thing i really enjoyed about the finale was how much of a highlight they gave to jada throughout the show like letting her mm-hmm. be like the unofficial mc just because I was worried she was going to be treated like a blip because she didn't really get to enjoy the afterglow that any of the queens usually get from the show. No. So I, uh, I'm, I am still salty about like, they better take care of her. They better. Yeah. Ugh, anyway. It's just, long it's just, it's just may crazy. Jada reign and long That's may true. Simone reign. And oh my goodness. What any a good final, season. Any final thoughts? Um... No, I can't wait for, I can't believe this season premiered January 1st. And so we have had a new episode of RuPaul's Drag Race. You uh, just reminded me that it was not mid-January. It was the first day of January. Yeah, the first day. Because they had all that promo of Rosé going, it's time to ring in the (laughs) Ru year! How long do you think um, it'll be until we get All Star Six? I was almost eight, expecting an announcement during the eight episode. and a half minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I, pretty like, sure it's on right now. Stop. Yeah. No, I'm actually was... really excited for All Star Six because it's a group of gals where there isn't a clear front runner, so it's an actual yeah. like competition. I feel like gets so many. I mean, if the if the rumored people on it are true. Um, also, there's a ton of bigger girls on it. There's like a solid like four or five bigger girls on the show, which yeah. we, we don't usually get that many. Mm. I'm really excited. Well, I know Drag Race Down Under starts on May 1st, mm. and then Drag Race Espana's cast was literally just posted this morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I was looking in some Reddit tea this morning, and like I don't know if I believe this yet. 
Do you think that they have actually filmed international all-stars? Have they okay, done that? So, okay, I've heard that is real. I have heard that's real. I heard real. it is too. Um, like I've heard like, no, like it's like, I don't know if it's in the can or like if it's like being worked on. I but heard it just I, finished. Yes, I don't know. I mean, it could all turn out to be nothing. Because I even remember, well, the reason I take it with a grain of salt is because I remember people were saying, oh no, they're filming the all winter season right now. Like they're filming it right now. And this was like in January. But then I heard nothing else about it ever again. And so I think it was all bullshit. So if it gets announced, I won't be surprised, obviously. But I, I'm, I'm not like, I'm not preparing myself to watch it because I'm still, I'm like, is that real? Is this all? Is this all a lie? At least it's uh, it's, uh, it's very real. Okay, oh, very, all right. It's very right. real. It's well, wild. That's what I've heard. wonderful. Like, I, heard that... I am actually gonna trust you on that, Allison. Mm-hmm. I can Especially tell you things the... when we're not recording. Maybe oh, fantastic. Mm-hmm. Well, 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 let's wrap up. No, I'm just gonna. I'm not on. <laughs> well, I know from what I heard, it's like two two contestants from each area essentially is what i heard i don't know if that's yeah what you have heard as well um and if it's the two that i am thinking from canada uh i'm oh, thrilled yeah. oh i mean same with the two i heard rumored from the u.s i'm like i will always be down for those more time with those two so that's great mm-hmm. so i guess we shall see I want to know what you two know after this, yeah. Yes. Oh, well, with that, uh, thank you so much for being our guest for this uh, wonderful recap of the longest season of Drag Race oh, we've ever God. had oh, and God. the last episode, the grand finale. Thank yeah. you for joining us, Allison. Oh, my God. It's my pleasure. And I'm so uh, happy we got to have our Mamma Mia mini episode oh, right in the middle of Oh, the my episode. God. If um, we ever do Mamma Mia, you'll have to come back and and, and um yeah, it was like such a pleasure. This was like such a fun thing to do today. Like had yeah. such a great time. Thank you for having me. Would you like to remind the listeners where they can support you online and all that fun stuff? Absolutely. You can catch me uh streaming or uh working on the channel uh at tv.com. We'll always take you wherever we're streaming live. Follow us there. Um, right now we are twitch.tv slash speakeasy channel. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Allison Chains, uh, and, uh, you can PayPal me at paypal.me slash Allison Chains if you want. You can send me money. Yeah. Why not? Send me a Um, but yeah, uh, you can catch me, uh, yeah, speakeasy-tv.com is where you can always find me. And that's where I've been streaming from for the last year with, uh, the coolest people ever. One final question. Um, if you had to choose one ABBA song to lip sync to, what would it be? The Visitors, and I have, and I kill it. <laughs> wow. Okay, obscure. <laughs> okay, like, all right, all right, all right, all right. If you want me to do mainstream ABBA, though, my go-to ABBA song is uh, "Does Your Mother Know." I mean, my as it song. fucking should be. That's a great number. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Love that. Uh, well, well, you can find you. me uh, uh, at Zachary with no H on Instagram, Twitter. And uh, I've uh, gotten into TikTok, I have to admit. Like, I've made fun of TikTok for so long. And now I'm like, it's kind of fun. I think I get it. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's that's my life. That's my, I'm too bored. I'm bored at my house. And so I just think of things that make me chuckle and giggle. And as always, I'm Aaron Holman. You can find me on Insta, Twitter. And then uh, if I don't give you any other places, it's because I don't want you to find me. But uh, at A Whole Human. And... Um, Yeah, I'll see you around next week.
Yeah. And you can support the pod at Two Gays Watch on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Wow, we did it. The season's over after all this time. Oh, my God. I'm very happy about it. <laughs> okay, bye. bye, everybody. Just want to give one last shout out to Allison for joining us for the finale of RuPaul's Drag Race. It has been a very long season. <laughs> we're happy to see it come to a close. But if you're wondering what's going to happen to the show until the inevitable release of All Star 6, me and Aaron, as you remember, started this as a film review podcast. So next week, do you like 90s fashion? Do you like Christina Applegate? Well, then we are right on top of that, Rose, because we will be covering Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. It's going to be a ton of fun. So be sure to tune in here next Wednesday for our Two Gays Watch episode of Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. Bye!